When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dare to Self Care. I'm Jen, lifestyle YouTuber and your host of this podcast, where we dive deep with insightful guests to find out how self care has played a role in their success. Welcome to our community. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our community. Yes, this is still Jen, even though I have a very raspy voice. Believe it or not, I actually used to sound like this all the time as a child. I just lose my voice so, so easily. All I did was go out with friends this weekend, which we'll talk about in a few. But it's the screaming over music to talk to friends at a bar and like talking, laughing nonstop all weekend. I just lose my voice so easily. I also think sometimes alcohol contributes. I think mainly it's the screaming over music when I go out, but like... There's something alcohol does to my throat because this happens frequently. Anyway, so I'm sorry. Hopefully you think it sounds cool and not annoying, but I do wish there was like a comment section on podcasts like Apple, Spotify. Let's get with it. Let's integrate some more features onto the podcast platforms. Come on. On that note, definitely follow me at Jen underscore Lauren with two N's on Instagram or the Dare to Self Care pod Instagram so that we can actually connect and speak and I can see your name and your face because, yeah, sometimes it just feels like I'm talking to a wall even though I see the numbers. I know you're listening. It's just, you know, come on, podcast. Let's let's get some more features in here. Okay, on top of my voice being lost, I'm also exhausted. So I don't even know if I'm making sense, but let's get to it. <laughs> so what was in alignment for me this week was definitely some some social life action. <laughs> so we'll start with earlier in the week. I finally met two fellow podcast guests on this podcast, Natalie Barbu and Hani Anis. They work together for Weebloom Social. Natalie is a fellow YouTuber and I've been friends with her, like internet friends, for definitely over a year at this point. She was the one who encouraged me to start my, my, not my YouTube channel, my podcast, and we connected because I have a YouTube channel, and obviously she does too for many years, like 10 years or something crazy, but they are both the sweetest. They were both in New York City this weekend. They don't live here, so they both made a trip this week, and we went for lunch at Good Thanks on the Lower East Side, and then I took Natalie to a rumble class also the next morning and it was just so nice to finally meet them in person and not feel like everything has to be so remote anymore. Fingers crossed it stays that way but yeah it was just so 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 nice to finally meet them and then heading into the weekend I went away to the Hamptons this weekend. One of my best friends her family rents a house there and a few of us four of us went there for the weekend and Six of us lived in college together, lived in college. I'm like 
not making sense today. We all lived together in college, and two of them were also in the Hamptons staying elsewhere. So we all six of us were able to go out together. We had dinners. It was just so fun. A weekend away with my best friend, sleeping over, no work on the mind at all. It just... All of this being said, it just feels so good to have plans again, be out and about, be with my best friends and like be able to all, I know this wasn't necessarily yesterday that we were all like on lockdown and not touching or being able to like cuddle and having to wear masks and be careful, but like it just feels so good to all get together and not worry about that as much anymore because we're all vaccinated and it's just so nice. I feel like I've been so anxious about work and the past year and a half was all like oh, very introspective and about work and it just feels good to like get away and just laugh and be with your friends again. So it was a great social week. But let's get into dun 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 what was out of alignment for this week. So it was anxiety. <laughs> I'm delirious today. Okay, anxiety. So it just feels like this apartment hunt situation It just adds on to all of the already standing anxiety that I already have about other things. And, you know, I'm being kicked out of my apartment in four weeks and I have no idea where I'm going to live. I'm trying to enjoy summer with friends. We have so many plans, but also prioritize the apartment hunt. And I also really need to get videos up and podcasts up and focus on work. And I just made such a huge pivot in my career and it's all very overwhelming happening all at once this month. So... You know, I'm also trying to stick to a budget and only buy things that I need. But when you have all of these plans and you want to wear cute outfits, enjoy the summer and go out. It's all it's all just a lot. I don't even know what to be anxious about because there's just so much at a time. (laughs) But with that being said, I still am able to find moments to just enjoy. The anxiety is going to creep in. I just let it live with me and try to take things day by day. I think the apartment hunt is going to pick up again. If you're interested in watching like every step of the way on the apartment hunt and like move in vlogs and all of that, go follow me over on YouTube at Jen Lore and I'm trying to vlog it all because I know people find it fascinating and it's definitely a crazy time. So follow along the craziness that is finding a New York apartment right now in a kind of post-pandemic world, kind of not, just like a time where everyone's moving back. It's really the worst time to be hunting. So you can watch me anxious and all, and all the adrenaline over on YouTube. (laughs) So I hope you guys had a great week, and just know if you're having anxiety, we all are, and we can all get through it together. So let's breathe in more of what was in alignment for us this week and breathe out what was out of alignment for us this week. (sighs) Okay, bringing you another 101 episode this month. It's been a minute since we've had one of these. I like to bring on wellness experts where we can focus on one wellness or self-care thing (laughs) and dive deep into it. So I brought on this week Alana of Combined by Alana. She is a certified health coach who focuses on food combining because it changed her life. It healed her gut. She was just, she was dealing with IBS, low energy, diarrhea, all of the things that just make you feel like absolute shit until she, you know, she tried everything. She went to all the doctors and food combining is what really changed her life. So she is the founder of Combined by Alana, which is a meal service where she brings food combined, plant-based meals straight from her kitchen to yours. It's a food combining healthy meal prep service and 
she's really just making her way around social media and bringing food combining to your door. So we talk about getting over crippling anxiety, getting over IBS, discovering food combining and healing her gut. We also talk about how transcendental meditation has changed her life, which is TM. And we really just dive into food combining 101, all the rules of food combining, how she used it to achieve optimal digestion, how you can too. And by rules, with that being said, this is not a diet. There's no restrictions at all. It's really just about how you're combining your foods and when you're eating certain things. Like we'll get into it in a second, but just so that your gut can digest properly. So this is really for people who don't feel like they digest properly. Maybe people like me who deal with IBS and just want to feel better in their gut and are looking for something new to try out. And we also have some fun conversation, you know, about her favorite New York City restaurants, her favorite meals in the city. So definitely send this episode to someone who needs to heal their gut or someone who geeks out over all things cooking, wellness, and New York City restaurants. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'll see you over on all the other platforms throughout the week. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. I am so excited that you're here because we'll, we'll we'll get into it, but I have IBS and I've been curious about food combining for a while, so I'm so excited to dive into it. Oh, I'm so excited to be able to help you and tell you more and hopefully, you know, you can integrate it into your life. So that'd be awesome. I know. I hope so. Okay. Well, we have to start every episode with your top self-care tip that has played a role in your success. Okay. Amazing. I, my top self care tip is to always make sure to take the time for yourself because if you aren't able to give that energy back to yourself, then it's really hard for you to be able to put it back out into the universe. So whatever that means to you. And for me, like in the morning, I have to meditate every morning. I have to move my body, which usually means just, you know, some short workout, low impact. Um, I have to wash on my face every morning. I have to, you know, dry brush. I But those things really, really set me up for the rest of my day. So I really think that taking that time for yourself in the morning is my number one tip to just, you know, basically like get your day going really. Yeah. So what meditation and workout do you do usually? Yeah. So I have been doing transcendental meditation for Oh my gosh, I haven't even, I haven't tried to count the years. <laughs> almost, I mean, since college, it's like years and wow. years. So I've been doing it for a while and it's been life changing for me. Um, it's just 20 minutes every day and it, there's like a little course on it that you take. And it's, I mean, it's transformed my entire life, you know, besides food combining. And then workouts, I kind of exclusively do Melissa Woods. I had a feeling you were going to say that for some yeah. reason. <laughs> I just, I'm not a big, you know, uh, I'm not a big high impact workout person. I'm never big. I've never been big on classes. I'm not big on going to the gym. Her workouts have always been like just perfect for me. I did one actually right before we started recording. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, it's like the perfect workout for me. Yeah, because they're like meditative, but also so quick and you feel the burn quickly and then like you're in and you're out. Oh, so for someone like you, that's perfect. Like on a day where I don't feel like doing anything high intensity, I'm obsessed with Melissa Wood Health. Yes, I 100% agree. 
So I also want to know where did you learn TM? Because my boyfriend does TM and also swears by it. And someone came into his workplace to teach them. And I know you usually have to do like a big course in person to learn it and to get into it. So how did you do it in college? So I actually, um, I was recommended by a therapist to do TM. Um, I was dealing with anxiety, a lot of anxiety during college. And I, yeah, she told me, you know, there's, and I'm from Michigan. So there's a TM center in, I believe every state, I uh, Mm -hmm. don't quote me on that, but um, there was, and you know, there was one in Michigan and close by uh, to my home. So one summer before college, um, I think it was before my senior year of college, I was told to go to my TM center. And so I learned from an instructor there. Um, It is kind of a crazy course. They, you know, you have um, a ceremony, you learn like a mantra, and then this mantra you use 20 minutes every day. Um, you do it twice a day. I sometimes, I just, I sometimes don't have time. I use it, I do yeah. it once a day, but honestly, it's still, I still reap all the benefits. Um, so yeah, I learned it from an instructor. And how often did you have to go to the instructor? Like, is it like a month long course? I've been so curious about this. Yeah. I, oof, it was so long ago. I, I know. think, <laughs> I think it was a week. I could be wrong. I think it. it, Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, it wasn't. It really wasn't. And also, I guess, you know, if you think about it, I'm in college. It wasn't like I, um, you know, was working, you know, I summer break. So lucky those days. But yeah. And what benefits have you seen from it? Like, I know my boyfriend says the same thing. It's changed his life. I always hear people on podcasting. It's changed their life. But like, how? Like I, I've done Kundalini breath work with, I don't know if you know inkale.xkale on Instagram. Um, I don't know. I should check. Well, she out. is incredible. Like Kundalini breath works that are really approachable and I've loved it. But now that like life is picking back up and I don't have the slower lifestyle that I did like during lockdown, I need something else. And I'm really intrigued by TM. Yeah. So I, totally I mean I can't even it's like it makes me like sort of emotional I had I was dealing with crippling anxiety basically um in college I just a lot on my plate um you know I was actually losing weight rapidly um just due to my anxiety I couldn't really function I was really anti so it was just a really terrible it's kind of I hit a like rock bottom you know um so it was Something that really got me going and moving, I think, into the direction, even now, you know, just in making sure that I'm taking care of myself. So it, I can't even explain, like, it's so funny. It's, and I'm sure you've heard this a bunch. It's like, until you do it, it's hard to I explain. Know. But I have such a sense of calm. And, you know, I, I mean, again, at crippling anxiety, I worried about every single thing. Like every little thing I was anxious about and especially, you know, just really insecure and really, um, you know, not sure. I felt like everyone, you know, you have that anxiety. You think everyone's like mad at you or, you know, you're not being social enough or you're being too much. You're being, you know, I so in your head, it seriously took me out of my head and 
it's put my ego aside too, because although you're, you know, insecurity is all about you really. So it's, you know, that ego is there somewhat in a weird way. And it really has helped me to just see the bigger picture of things and see what's important, what's not. I think it's level, it levels a playing field for me every single day I do it. I, I, it's funny, even people around me, my friends, they're like, you're always so just like calm and you know, you're so like relaxed and everything, but I really am like at my natural state, I am relaxed and I am calm and I am like not an anxious person and pretty rational and logical. And I think that TM did all of that for me basically. Yeah, that's cool. So it basically like brought you back to yourself in a way, like your natural state. It's a higher version. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your highest self. I love that. I'm I'm after this call going to finally look into a center because it's oh. been on my mind for a while and now I'm like fully convinced. You have to. I think I think it's so important for whatever anyone's practice is just to make you feel your absolute best. That's not going to happen every day because we're human, but you know, Mm -hmm. to do the work, I think does that for you anyways, too, you know, just even putting that work in makes you feel like totally just alive. Right. I know I need to find a TM expert to come on here too, to be able to really like share the, the scientific and like psychological shift that happens from it. I'm so intrigued. I'm also curious, do you feel like, you know, moving into your story with IBS, do you feel like TM has helped you with your gut? Because I know when I started, I started doing Wim Hof breath work for my IBS like two years ago and it fully it really helped. I mean, I'm not going to say it healed it 100%, but like it really helped with my bloating because there's a correlation between anxiety and your gut. So do you feel like that contributed in addition to obviously food combining, which we'll get into? You know, it's funny. When I was at my worst with my anxiety, I didn't notice my IBS as much because I just wasn't eating as much. I was really, you know, it was really unhealthy in that way. So I wasn't focused on that. I also really if anything, you know, for my anxiety too, it made me go to the bathroom more. Right. I guess, but yes and no, because I will say that, you know, it does make me want to be a better person and do better. So for that reason, I chose to, you know, I guess as part of the reason I chose to start food combining because I do want to do better for myself and TM gets me going. It's like that little, like putting the key in the engine for me and that mm-hmm. way. Yeah. And I feel like it just comes back to that idea of like bringing you back to your highest self every yes. single day. Exactly. Because otherwise it's like you just roll out of bed and you get on with your day and you're anxious and you're like going – it makes complete sense to me. It's like you're taking that time to tune in yeah. and it changes everything. Yeah. So let's dive into food combining. When did you first discover it? I know – like I know a bit of your backstory – just from social media, like it helped you heal your IBS and your gut, but like, let's take it back to your story with that. Sure. So I, this is after college, really. Um, I noticed that I started some, you know, having IBS related issues. Um, those were, you know, low energy, brain fog. Um, I had constipation or, you know, the complete opposite, um, Mm -hmm. chronic bloating. And I knew something felt abnormal because I had never you know, totally, I guess I'd never noticed those feelings before. And especially with the brain fog too, because, you know, now 
I'm out of college, I'm working every day. So, you know, you notice those things a little bit more. So I saw a lot of doctors. I, because I was doing TM and I, but I also, you know, I did see regular doctors. I really chose to try Eastern and Western, take both routes and nobody could figure out what was wrong with me. I, I knew something wasn't right, wasn't right with me. You know, I just, I was put on a lot of different supplements, different, um, I tried a bunch of different diets. I tried low FODMAP. I did try uh, to cut out all carbs. Um, I tried to cut out sugars. I, I uh, just went completely gluten-free through one of my um, doctors. I did find out I have a gluten intolerance. So I tried just, I was like, okay, great. It's gluten. Tried just that. And then, you know, still something wasn't clicking. Um, and then I noticed, I was on Instagram one day and I started following Bomberry, um, who's amazing. Yeah. And she posted about food combining. I was following her purely for her ingredients and or her recipes because they, you know, all of her, everything she makes looks incredible. And I basically tried food combining as a last stitch effort. She posted about it. And, you know, why not try something new that's not invasive? So I did. And I did it for about three days. I really, my big thing with it, and this is, you know, one of my tips, um, I'll get into more uh, later, but, you know, if you want to try food combining, I would say try for three days, try anything for three days. If you give yourself, if you give yourself forever, then, you know, that's not really uh, realistic, right? So give myself three days and I literally like, even after day two was feeling like my energy levels were getting even higher and better. And I was feeling not so bloated. And I felt, I mean, I just, I felt completely different. And after a week, just everything shifted. So I knew that this was something that was important and worked. And I've been doing it ever since. This is like three years later. That's incredible. Cause I always hear, you know, the healthier, you, the healthier you eat for you, you'll have more energy. And I'm just like, I feel like I haven't really experienced <laughs> that. And I'm still on that journey with IBS where it's like, you're seeing different doctors, nutritionists, like trying everything out. Like I've tried low FODMAP, nothing came of that. And like, it's just that kind of journey. But some things have helped me. I started taking sun fiber and magnesium. And ever since I take both of those things, like even if I miss a day of one of them, I feel off. So like I'm finding things that work for me, but I've still yet to find something that like gives me energy or like where I really feel a difference in my food that I'm eating. So I find it fascinating when I hear people like truly feeling a difference, especially only after two days. Yeah. It's incredible. So what is food combining? Like what, what even is that? Let's get super specific, like back 100%. to the basics if someone's listening and is like, what does that mean? So the first thing I'm going to absolutely put out there is that it's not a diet at all. It's all about just, it's not restricting. It's not about, you know, it's not about portion control. It's not about limiting any food groups. We actually don't, there's no food group we're saying not to eat. It's actually just about um, when you eat them and how they're paired with how they're paired. So this will make a lot more sense when I get into the principles of food combining. So basically it's just all about just, I guess a better, even better description. It's about the food groups you're taking in and you know, what can and should not be eaten together in order to 
get to optimal digestion. So the food combining principles, I guess you can get, you know, if you Google anything, they'll get a lot more detailed and crazy and whatever. So I really abide by four. And so I'll just dive right into them. So the first one is fruit alone in the morning before anything else. Um, So fruit is the quickest to digest in your body. And if you have anything else before that, it'll sit on top of that food because that food takes longer to digest and it'll eventually ferment and it'll bloat. It'll cause bloat in your stomach. So, you know, people have oatmeal and uh, banana, I guess, in the morning, just for example. And so if you have both of those things, the oatmeal, which takes hours to digest, will digest, but the banana will sit on top of it and it'll just ferment in your stomach. So fruit alone in the morning for anything else. Also, it's fruit is super, super alkaline and it will go basically straight through you. So it'll really help if you're having any issues with constipation or anything. I mean, fruit, I'm all about fruit in abundance in the morning. So that's um, number one. Number two is um, proteins and starches. And I'm talking about animal proteins digest at different times and do not combine well. Um, So basically, in order to get ahead of the digestion process, they shouldn't be paired together. So I would just pick one and have it with a big raw green salad, which I'll get into my next principle, um, and a neutral vegetable, which is like zucchini, broccoli, spinach. Um, So that means I wouldn't pair it. If I'm having salmon, I wouldn't pair it with a starchy vegetable like potatoes or yams or plantain or sweet potato. Um, so that's so of animal protein and starches do not pair well together. That's number two. Number three, have a big raw green salad before anything cooked. Um, and if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see I'm always having salads, always every day. <laughs> um, but I make them fun, and you know you'll you can see I post all my recipes um, on there too for that. So basically, yeah, having a big raw green salad before anything cooked. Basically, the green salad provides alkalinity and it aids your digestive enzymes to break down the cooked food, um, which leans more acidic because it's cooked and basically just sets you up for optimal digestion for that cooked food. So that's number three. And my last one, which I would say if you're starting food combining, you do not have to follow this one. This takes time, but structuring your meals from lightest to heaviest because if we choose to eat something lighter after something heavier, it'll hit the heavier meal. And, you know, similar to the fruit thing, it'll rot. So you really want to have those lighter foods in the morning and, you know, onward and then lightest to heaviest so that it'll just go through you. Because we're all about, you know, the cleansing life and, you know, being, you know, cleansing is really what about, it's about what goes out now, what comes in. So... Yeah. So for the green salad, because obviously that intrigues me because I do have IBS and like eating a raw green salad is not necessarily advised if you went to a GI or nutritionist for IBS. Mm -hmm. My first question is, do you have it with dressing or you mean you literally just have like raw spinach before every meal? Yeah, no, I have it with, it's a true salad, but you could also switch it up and do a bunch of other things. Like you could do a nori wrap, you could have you know, I don't, I hate to say crudite because people think, um, you know, you think uh, like the broccoli and the cauliflower that you get from the market, you know, they make those yeah. those vegetable trays. 
Um, but no, I mean, like you can have some, you have some fennel, you have some lettuce, endive, you have uh, tomato and cucumber. And I mean, if you want to just, you know, make it really simple for yourself, you can dip it in like a dressing or a sauce or mm-hmm. something, you know, something not too crazy. But yeah, I mean, it, I, I'm, for me, I love to have a salad. I just, I love salad. So that I literally do have that, but it's with dressing and I put all the herbs in and I make it really fun. So, cause if I, you're having something every day, you got to spice it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So did you find before this that you were better with cooked foods and then it was just like the combining that allowed you to eat more of these raw foods? Because I, you know, like I said, you're supposed to have like cooked foods when you have IBS and things like that. But I also find that for me, what I'm realizing is it's not necessarily the foods, it's the behaviors and the habits. So like portions, when you're eating, which is why I think food combining sounds so great because it's not about not eating certain things. It's about when and how and how you're pairing them. So did you find that you were able to now digest raw foods better now that you're eating in this way? Yeah, a hundred percent. I okay. I never really singled out like raw foods, but I've heard it a million times over, obviously, you know, when I've started sharing my story yeah. and then I, you know, people even, you know, re- would reach out to me and say like, okay, but I can't, I can't digest raw vegetables. I can't have this. I can't have that. It, you know, I have IBS. It's really just if you follow the food combining principles and just, you know, you don't, you have your fruit in the morning and then have the green salad and then have something cooked. I think it's such a game changer because I think anything that comes from the ground really, and you know, that's whole foods are fine for you. That's my opinion. Um, I'm not a doctor. I'm a health coach, but I'm not a doctor. I That's just what I believe in. Um, I think it's the fact that we also are so into processed foods and there's so many, there's so much, you know, BS out there basically that we, as either in our systems already prior to having that raw green salad or, you know, you kind of like will have something just super processed after. I think that that's another thing is if you're trying it, I would really advise sticking to some whole foods. Does that mean I do that every day? Absolutely not. I love vegan cheeses. I love <laughs> my vegan gluten-free breads. I love my, you know, I, I, there's certain things I will absolutely not give up and I'm don't advise anyone to give anything up, but it really, you, you know, it's important to be mindful about what you're putting into your body you know, even before you have that raw green salad. Right. And then I also want to ask a question that might, okay, there's no stupid questions, but I feel like if I have this question, there's definitely listeners that do. I always hear the word alkaline and I don't really know or understand what it means. Can you advise? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So alkaline, so it's, it's something we learn in, you know, in science class in, um, you know, yeah. we're dealing with what chemistry, like when we're dealing with chemicals, alkaline, acidic. So alkaline is like just, it's the super clean green, you know, if lettuce is filled with chlorophyll, which is super alkaline and it just basically clears the playing field for our bodies. Our, our stomachs actually lean more acidic in general. That's everybody across the board. When you're born, you're born with a more acidic stomach. So we want to bring our stomachs back down 
to neutral, we, our stomachs are acidic so that we can break down foods. However, we've kind of made them even more acidic from the way that we're structuring them and the way that we're, you know, just the way that we're taking in our foods. So the, you know, to it's important to bring your body back down to alkaline. So there's acidic, neutral, alkaline. We want to bring it down to the lower scale. It's important um, just for our bodies to, you know, feel the energy and get all the life force in us. So alkaline. That makes so much more sense to me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I need like layman's terms when it comes to scientific. So basically it's like cleansing and detoxing a body and like bringing it back down to alkaline. Yes. Essentially, yes. Okay. So then what are your thoughts on chlorophyll drops? Because I know you mentioned that 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 chlorophyll is alkaline. Yeah. Um, So I take – if I like – I guess if I'm traveling – and I am not sure if I'm going to get that green juice in the morning, which I, I love a green juice in the morning, or something like, you know, my salad. If I really think I'm not going to get a salad, I don't know how that's possible. I think most places do have salad. Yeah. But I'll bring these chlorophyll tablets. So I don't do the drops. And I know that people – I see it on Instagram a lot right now. A lot of people are doing the drops – I can't say if I like them or not because I'm not 100% about all of them. And I'm sure certain brands are, you know, a little bit cleaner than others and everything. But I can't give a um, a true opinion on them. Um, but I do yeah. love my chlorophyll tablets. The brand's called Sun Food. And I'll take like three or four in the morning. You can blend them into your smoothies. Um, they're really, they're a good thing to have just in a pinch if you need. Yeah. So then you mentioned you have a green juice every morning. Is that after okay. your fruit or can you digest a juice beforehand? <laughs> yeah. So actually fruit, it's funny, fruit um, can be paired with the green juice. That's the only thing to, you can pair fruit with. However, I end up having a coffee in the morning first thing. Yeah. And then I time it out like at least 30 minutes after that coffee, I'll have my green juice, and then I would have fruit. And that's just me. Okay, got it. Mm -hmm. So for anyone who's listening to this, including myself, who's like intimidated by, you know, even if it's, it doesn't even have to be food combining, but and even when it was like, when I tried low FODMAP, anything that's just like a new lifestyle and way of eating, and there's so many rules, it feels like, and you, and you want to start and you're intimidated to start, you don't know where to start, how to start. What is your advice? I know you started touching on it a bit earlier. Yeah, I think you in the best way to like set yourself up for success is never I'm my one of my favorite sayings is don't overpromise and underdeliver basically. I don't like, you know, I I think if you told yourself I'm going to try this for months and months or do you know forever, you're not going to. That's just not how we're set up. We're not set up to live by so many rules, you know, we really it's it's too much. So I think you know, and you don't enjoy life that way. So I think it's really important to give yourself three days to really just try something out. I think that that's like tried and true way to really just figure out what works for you. And, you know, if it works, great, keep going. I mean, I think everyone wants to feel better. I think everyone wants to feel their absolute best. So I, I believe that this is the humanistic side of me. I think that everyone wants to do better for themselves. And I think that they'll keep going if they already are feeling so amazing for three days. 
Yeah, and three days sounds so much more doable and less intimidating than a full week. Yes, I agree with you. <laughs> so what what are some resources where we can follow the rules, so to speak, for three days, like yeah. to understand how to do it on our own? So you can, I, of course, have to say, you can look at my Instagram. I have a highlight called Food Combining. Um, I talk about everything. I, I pretty much always mention it in my stories all week. So you can definitely follow me. I'm also open to yeah. messages or questions anyone has. Um, also, Bonberry is incredible. She has on her website a whole um, breakdown of food combining, which is really cool. And I that's really what I read, the first thing I read to get into it. So highly recommend that. Um, at Cat Beauty, they're another really awesome resource. And if you look on their website, they also discuss food combining. And also um, Natalia Rose is incredible. She um, has a bunch of books. She has uh, the raw food diet, which also gets into food combining. Um, and she's she's incredible as well. So I think those already are great. Re- and Melissa Wood talks about them too. She talks about food combining. So yeah, I think you will get every, a consistent amount of all the information you need about food combining there. That's really, really, really helpful. Mm-hmm. I love that you gave so many. So thank you. Of course. Um, what are your tips on eating out at restaurants when you're trying to maintain a healthy gut with food combining? Yeah. So for me, I will, well, my first thing is if I'm not sure about the menu, which I always love to check a menu before because I just love food and I love to you yeah. know, be able to see what's what I'm probably going to order. Um, <laughs> I'll see if there's a salad. If there's not, which is fine, I will have that at home before I go out to eat. Um, I'll just have my big raw green salad there. Um, but if they do, then great. I'll have it at the restaurant. And I'm huge on sides. I'm like a big sides person. So I'll order like, you know, I'll see potatoes or you know, broccoli, a bunch of like vegetables and the sides at restaurants, I mean, at least I've found are delicious and I like them more than an entree. I'm always like way more attracted to the side section of the menu. (laughs) Um, So that's, I mean, that's my biggest tip and a restaurant too. If you even just ask, like, can you make this? Like if it's, you know, make sure it's not cooked in like a chicken broth or something. If you're ordering like rice, you know, there's, they'll always let you know, um, hopefully if something's yeah. cooked, um, in the way that you want to. So I really think just ask questions, but also check out the sides, eat a salad before or there if they offer it. So what, what are some of your favorite New York city restaurants then Oof, that make it easy? Yeah. <laughs> so I always, American bar is my number one restaurant right now. I'm absolutely obsessed. I go weekly it's embarrassing, um, but I am obsessed with it. Um, what are my others? I love Bond Street um, for sushi. Pilos is amazing Greek food. Uh, what else? I love Shushu. Um, love. Yeah, Shushu is amazing, um, and it's fun. So yeah. I love it there. What else? Oh, gosh, it's such a hard question, right? There's so many <laughs> restaurants. I Love Cafe Clooney is really good. There's Tacombi. I actually love for Mexican food. So good. Yeah. I love, I mean, I, I'm pretty open to every cuisine. I can find something everywhere, which is nice. 
And gosh, yeah, I think those are definitely my favorites right now. Yeah, I've been really, really wanting to try American Bar. I feel like everyone's obsessed with their salads and I need to go. You have to try it. It's Their salad is incredible. Yeah, I know. I need to get there. Maybe this weekend. Yeah, for sure. 100%. <laughs> okay, so I want to get into a bit of like the business side of things. So yep. tell us about, do you do meal subscription, like meal plans and health coaching, or are you just doing like the meal plan side of things? So right now I'm really just focusing on the meal, my prepared meal uh, service. So I will offer, I do offer health coaching, but it's not my main, Um, but I'm happy, you know, if anyone would like one-on-one coaching, I'm certainly offer it. Um, So no, I I focus on uh, just all my prepared meal service, um, that whole thing. It's in New York City. Um, It's local right now, but trying to expand it. Uh, hopefully soon. That's awesome. So were you always into cooking or is it just really stemming from your passion from food combining? Yeah, I grew up cooking like all the time. I'm from Michigan, so we were not cooking. Um, I'm more vegan now, but I, what's and let me just put it out there. If you're trying food combining, you do not have to be vegan. Uh, but I am right now. It just makes me feel good. And so I've been following a you know, a more vegan diet, but I grew up cooking with my mom all the time. And I, it's a lot of my recipes actually on my menu are inspired from things I grew up eating. Um, so like my penne fra diablo, the fra diablo sauce, the, uh, lemon, uh, the lemon rice soup, um, even my Greek salads and a bunch of other things. They're all inspired by things I grew up making with my mom at home. Um, so I've always loved cooking and then just learning about food combining. It all just kind of came together for me and also getting my health coaching certificate. Um, it all just tied together for me in a nice little bow. And I'm like, this is something I need to do. Yeah. It sounds like it all came together really naturally. It did. Yeah. Totally did. So what is your subscription service? Like what are your meal plans? If someone's interested, tell us what you offer. Yeah. So I have a three day trial. And you can, um, you know, sign up through my website also, but so I have my three day trial and if you like it, you can convert to one of our weekly subscriptions. Um, and if you absolutely love it, you can also, um, get to our monthly subscription and you can just subscribe right on my website. Okay. I have to try it because now I'm like, I'm going to do this for three days. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to get your recipes, but yours are all plant-based, right? My recipes are plant-based. Yes. Everything's plant-based. I'm also in the process of, I'm, I do post my recipes on my Instagram, but I am in the process of moving them over to my website. So, uh, you'll be able to find everything much easier. Amazing. I'm so excited to do a deep dive <laughs> into all the recipes. Of course. So one last question before we get into the ending segment, mm-hmm. just a more like businessy entrepreneurial question. Do you have any advice on how to handle like the boring financial side of starting a business like this? Because I think a lot of us, when we start or think of starting a business, you're like, oh yeah, I'm so passionate about this thing. And then you dive into it and you're like, wait, there's so much more to it than just the fun part of like cooking the meals, let's say. So what is your advice on like how to get past or how to handle learning about like the more stressful financial sides of business. Totally. Um, I love this question because I'm a 
much more of a creative than I am anything else. So that was the, that are, and still continues to be sometimes, you know, the struggle for me because I'm still learning. But I really, it's all about utilize your resources. So I'm really, really, really fortunate enough to have, you know, friends who are, who know a little bit more about business than me. And again, that's about putting your ego aside too, right? I can't go into something thinking I know everything because I, I don't. Um, so I utilize my network. And on top of it, I do outsource my, you know, my, my finances. And also my website uses Shopify. So that makes things a lot easier for me to like really see the numbers. Yeah. Um, so I think it's really, really, if you can, if you can outsource, 100% do it. I know that there's also a lot of good free resources out there for you too if you want to start a business or you want to learn the more you know financial side of things I think it's really important to just do your research and look into that but if you do you know have a network that you know might be able to help ask questions and you know don't be afraid to have those weird tough conversations with your friends about money and you know it's because that's it's real life that's what it is you know you Regardless if you're starting a business or not, I think it's important to just reach out to anybody that you know that might know a little bit more than you about, you know, business or accounting or whatever that might be anyways, um, because everyone should set themselves up for success, regardless of if it's with your own business or, you know, your, just your personal finances. So reach out to your network. That's my number one. I think that's such good advice. And I don't feel like that's even really spoken about enough. I feel like the advice always comes to more like, I don't know, like a tangible, actual, actionable advice of like an app or something like that, but to actually utilize your network and ask people like, okay, what's the real situation? Like, how can I fix this thing? What, like, I don't understand this, like putting your ego aside and just being raw and vulnerable and being like, I have no idea what I'm doing. That's where you're really going to get true help. It's true. No, it's so true. I mean, I, once I started really asking my friends questions and even, even about like, Hey, what do you think about my, my business model? Even that asking real people who even your friends, some of your friends are your audience too. So asking them like, Hey, would you, you know, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? That's real advice. And, you know, it's important to also find those people who will give you the real feedback. And, you know, if you're, friends are those people, which, you know, God willing, they should be. I, you know, that I think that that's everything. And that's been one of my most helpful things. I would say 100% everyone talk to your friends. Yeah, <laughs> your family. I love that advice. Yeah. Okay, so let's go into the ending segment, which okay. is fun facts and favorites. And we'll start with what is your morning routine? So basically, not to sound redundant, but I, so I wake up every morning. Very first thing I do is meditate. I do my TM and then I will, um, go do my gua sha, my face. Um, sometimes I do a little ice roller. Um, I'll have a coffee in the morning and then I do my workout. And then from there, I really, I mean, I'll try, maybe I'll try to go get some movement outside. Uh, but I, that's, those are the things that really start my day. Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite podcast or book? My favorite book is, um, it is called, it's right here. I'm going to grab it. It's 
<laughs> Amazing. It's Lori Gottlieb. Maybe you should talk to someone. I started that book and then for some reason I just like took a pause. It's incredible. But I was yeah, I was only a chapter in. I'm like very, very interested and want to dive back in for sure. It's really good. It's it's so I mean, it's about it's a therapist who talks about um just for anyone who doesn't, you know, who's never heard of the book. It's a therapist who talks to a bunch of different patients and she really highlights three patients. And then she also talks about her own therapy and you kind of end up connecting with each one of the characters and they're all so different. And it's funny because I used to be, I mean, I, I would go to therapy weekly and then I just kind of stopped because I'm busy and reading the book really showed me like, Oh, I should, you know, it's, it, even if you don't have any problem or you don't think you really have any real problems, it doesn't matter. It's important to talk it out with a third party. And so I realized, oh, I should, you know, go back into it. And I have, and it's been amazing to, you know, yeah. it's been helpful. I see a therapist and it reminds me actually. So I started going back to therapy about a year ago and I was saying to one of my friends who's been going forever and I was like, I'm having like a really good week. I don't feel the need to talk to my therapist. Like, do you still go to therapy on a good week? And she was like, talking about the good things in your life is just as important as talking about the bad things in your life. And ever since she said that to me, I haven't missed a week, obviously, unless something urgent comes up. But like, it's true. You don't have to be going through a huge traumatic situation to just take an hour to tune in and check in with yourself. Yeah. And also, it's kind of nice because if anything really challenging does come up in your life, you have that go-to person who already knows what's going on in your life, the good and the bad. Yeah. To and like knows your tendencies, yeah, knows your whole situation. So in that case, it's really great. But also, yeah, like it's just as important to check in whether you're going through the worst or the best time in your life. It's just about like mindfulness at the end of the day. A hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think that it's it's also just it's insightful, even if you're, you know, yeah. you learn about yourself, good or bad, whatever it is. So I am happy. I'm happy that your friend told you that. I think that's amazing advice. Yeah, completely. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to start reading that book again because on have you ever read The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo? I've been told to read it, but I haven't yet. So everyone loves it and I'm a few chapters in and I'm just – I it's really hard for me to read it. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just like not interested. So I think I'm going to go back to the therapist book because that's way more my speed. Yes, don't force anything. Do not force yeah. anything. I'm current. I read this book, and then I, you know, you kind of need a more more of a fun book after. I mean, at yeah. least this is a personal thing. I'm reading. I'm a huge Bravo person, and I'm reading the Housewives book right now. Wait, which Housewives book? It's um, called The Housewives. It's by Brian Moylan. He's a huge. Um, oh yes, 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 yes. He's a huge. Bravo. I need to read that. It's. I'm like fifty pages about to be done in 50 pages, I mean, and it's like, so good. <laughs> it's I need so, to read that. It's just a good, yeah, it's a good silly read, but yeah. So another favorite. Book of mine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. When do you feel your happiest? I, there's a lot of moments I feel really happy. I feel like I feel my absolute happiest when I'm, cooking I'm honestly when I'm in the kitchen I'm 
so, so happy. And when I'm with friends, my favorite thing on the planet is cooking for my friends and being able to be around them and people enjoying because I am also like the reason one of the reasons I started combined is because I do love to help people and I love to, you know, I, I want people to feel good. And so especially when it's people I, you know, love and care about, and I see that they're enjoying something I created, that's just gives me so much energy and makes me so happy. And so that's definitely when my I'm at my happiest, I think. I love that answer. Mm-hmm. Okay, what would be your last meal on earth? Oh my gosh. Um, um, and there. would you combine your foods? <laughs> uh, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm gone tomorrow, I mean, I, yeah. who cares, I guess, at that point, right? No. Um, yeah. I, no, I, oh gosh. Pasta. Pasta would be my, my last. I'm obsessed with pasta. Yeah, that's it. In a simple tomato pasta, boring answer. It's the truth. It's my favorite thing on the planet. I guess that's yeah. Honestly, that's it. Nothing's better. Nothing's better. No, I think that has to be it. I probably do. I think I'd go wild. (laughs) Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, where can the people find you? So you can find me on Instagram. My name's uh, combined by Alana. That's with two N's. And you can also check out my website, which is combinedbyalana.com. And those are the places you can find me if you want to email me, combinedbyalana at gmail.com. And yeah, that's where where I'm at. All right. Thank you so, so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It's been so nice to talk. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I would so appreciate it if you could take a moment to rate, review, and definitely subscribe so that you don't miss another insightful episode. You can also engage with the community on the Dare to Self Care podcast Instagram. So definitely join us all there. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.